listening to the Salty Witches Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Austin, and I'm here with Michael. Hello. Moon Willow. Hello. And a special guest, Wendy. She is a coven sister and a very good friend of ours, and we will be speaking about covens today. Hey, hey. All right. Before we actually get into our, our conversation around coven work, I want to follow up on a question that we received from a listener on last week's episode. Um, in that episode, we actually discussed, um, or the, the subject of Carl Jung uh, came up. We, t- we spoke briefly about him. And going out to Rose, who is one of the, the people who contacted us, or is the person who contacted us, um, Nothing that we were talking about or, or in reference to Carl Jung in that episode, we were not trying to trash Carl Jung, okay? Um, I understand that you have a very personal kind of a connection with Jung. Um, I'm also a, a fan of Jungian psychology. Um, we were not trying to trash Carl Jung, and in answer to your question, what we were really focusing on is mainly the fact that he actually was an occultist, and that that is one uh, aspect of his work. A lot of the information that went into his work actually was derived from his experience as an occultist. And um, that's something that's really been kind of, uh, kind of buried, I think, uh, over, the, over the years by the psychology community. So uh, anyway, so hopefully that will answer your question. So yes, let's talk about covens. For those of you listening who are interested in covens um, or are looking to branch out, I'm going to give a warning. Okay. This warning is that we are going to be discussing the do's, the don'ts, positive experiences, and negative experiences. And some of these negative experiences do entail, trigger warning, sexual abuse, sexual misconduct, and, um, and other various issues that could be potentially triggering. Forewarned, you are. Okay. So <laughs> All right. Okay, so I want to I want to talk really briefly because this is a point that I, I often go into when I have this conversation in, in a face to face kind of a kind of a, a, a you know moment with with someone. But I want to talk really briefly about what a coven isn't because that really seems to be confusing to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So who wants to, to to share or jump in on that? Like what what isn't a coven? A front group. Okay, a friend group, so like a purely social kind of a get-together, yes. social kind of connection, okay. I've noticed that a lot too, like when I was starting out, and it was one of the reasons I didn't want to join a coven, just because um, like a lot of people are like, oh, we're going to get together, we're going to watch a movie, like have brownies, blah, 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 and I'm like, that sounds nice, but that's a friend group, like are we learning, are we growing together as far as like witches? Or are we just hanging out? Like, because I'm fine with hanging out, but to me, that's a friend group. That's not a coven. Yeah. Like, we're just going to sit and watch The Craft. No. That's a movie yeah. night. Yeah, that's a movie night. <laughs> yeah. That could be a fun coven activity, though. I think we've actually done that at some point, haven't we? Like, we sit and we critique the movie. Like, that's we, not how you cast a circle. We've done that with a couple, I think, for sure. Yeah. Or we're just like, what are they doing? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> That is not how that works. See another podcast episode. There you go. Oh, God. Okay. 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 Anybody else? Yeah, what else? It is not a fun group or like a book club. It can Mm. be fun, but it's not that. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I was going to say to kind of extend on on book club, um, like a study circle. 
Like, you know, like I, I've talked to a lot of people over the years who, you know, say, well, I get together with this group and we, you know, we kind of all like, you know, we read and we study and we, you know, and we learn or, you know, we all get together and have like, you know, classes and things. And, you know, and I'm that kind of kind of experience is something that would, I think, kind of be folded into coven work. Right. Because most covens, if they're good covens, they are covens that are going to teach mm-hmm. and share information, particularly to their newer members. Um, but. But that wouldn't be the entirety of what that experience would look like. Yeah, that's yeah. Covens are not study groups. Yeah, covens are also not surrogate families. When you come to a coven, and you anticipate that it's now going to be a replacement for your shitty family that you grew up in, that's not how that works. If you don't have a healthy idea of what a family is, that doesn't mean you can't or shouldn't be a part of a coven. But by bringing that idea of what a family is into a coven, a working coven in particular, you're going to have a bad time. You're going to get disillusioned real quick. You're going to lose steam. And then you're going to be floundering. And no one wants that. True. Similar to also thinking of it as your therapy session as well. Mm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank good you. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 Covens are, are not... Has it been everyone? I just just a question on that since since Moon Willow brought that up. Has everyone? <laughs> Moon Willow is also known as Ari. Yes. Um, <laughs> For those who are confused. Yes. Yes. Listen to last week's episode. You'll you'll be on board. Two weeks ago. Um, was it two weeks ago? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. Um, has it been everyone's experience in this room? I I think Austin will for sure agree with me on this. But along the lines of covens being th- spaces for therapy. It's been my experience that covens more often than not actually can exacerbate mental and emotional health issues. Oh, my God. And add to them. Yes. And, of course, that's never the point, right? And that's all, I think, part of, like, I would say kind of like the shadow work process that happens, particularly when you are joining a coven. You know, like, you really have to go through this period of time where you are... um, I think kind of deprogramming and letting go of a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are some of the ways or, or really kind of a big way that, that covens will challenge you. And if you are someone that is struggling with mental and emotional stability, you, you really probably don't want to try to dive into a coven in that moment. You need to be strong within yourself. Well, and bringing that up, if you're someone whose mental illness centers around not being able to follow through for whatever reason, whether that is because of anxiety, because of depression, because of... XYZ. A coven is not the place for that because when you join a coven or you're going through the process of joining a coven, there are requirements. And doing the, I have the sads. I can't show up to this ritual because I have the sads. One, from someone who's led, led covens, that's disrespectful to your coven mates and that's disrespectful to the tradition itself. If all you can do is show up and be a body of energy, that's more applicable and more acceptable than flaking off. So covens are not a place for flakes. And don't misunderstand, like, <coughs> all of us in this room, I believe, have some sort of oh, yeah. like, mental Absolutely. health issues. Oh, yeah. So don't I think see. that I'm, that I'm yeah. shitting on mental health issues. I'm a manic depressive with post-traumatic stress disorder. Like, I get it. But... There's a point where a coven forces you to accept responsibility for these things. Mm -hmm. It forces you to go, how bad do you want it? And if your response is, I want it bad, but you need to make this special arrangement for me. That's where the coven leaders and elders need to step in and say, okay, 
that's not something we can do. What's another compromise we can mm-hmm. figure out? Yeah. And if your coven elders aren't willing to do that with you, that's probably a chance for you to see that, one, this is either not the coven for you or you're not ready for a coven. Well, I happen to be a pinnacle of mental and emotional health. <laughs> um, I mean, yes. And so I, I don't know. You know, I, I can't relate to any of what you're saying. Um, okay. Wendy. Yes. What What is a coven? Can you help mm-hmm. us? Now that we've kind of talked a little bit about what it isn't, can you help us define what a coven is? A coven, I would say, a good coven is uh, where you can learn and enrich your own witchcraft within being a part of the coven. So you're participating, you are giving your expertise and your experience, but you're also learning and growing yourself. You are people that have like-minded beliefs. So if Austin, as we know, was a Wic- Wiccan practitioner. Mm-hmm. Ew. Ew. Sorry. He's sorry. Wicc- Wiccanese. Oh, God, the look he gave me. I'm I Wiccanese. am a lapsed Wiccan high <laughs> priest. a lapsed Wiccan high priest. But he would not obviously fit well in the tradition that we practice now. So you need to be like-minded. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not all just about rituals and spells. Uh, spells. It's a lot more than that. It's... Uh, teaching each other, it is um, somebody stepping up and leading something, whether it be a ritual or a spell. It's also or just an event. Yeah, and it's also having your your coven mates' backs. Like yeah. I'm going through something personally, and I found myself limited as a witch in my abilities. I was kind of hitting a wall, and brought it to my coven mates and they all jumped in and we did a an amazing working that's still in process now and I wouldn't have been able to do that without a positive good for you kind of coven yeah it's kind of off track but no no no, no, that no, 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 no that's, that's, no, that's a good answer yeah. I go ahead I'm gonna come from the very staunch traditional point a coven like Wendy said, is a group of like-minded individuals practicing one tradition. Yes. So when you're in a coven, you're bound by a particular structure of things. You're bound by, well, these are the roots of the coven. These are the spirits we work with. So I hear a lot, well, well, we're an eclectic coven. Okay, What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Well, it means that when I lead ritual, I call in this deity and this deity from these separate pantheons, and we pull from this culture for something that is not even relative to this. That's not... That's a hodgepodge. (laughs) That's not eclecticism. Just sounds chaotic. That's chaotic and no, not chaos magic. That's just simply not knowing your tradition. That's not structured. When you join a coven, you learn those practices whether or not you implement those in your personal solitary practice is irrelevant Mm -hmm. but i tell people this all the time we in our coven we have people from multiple traditions multiple heritages when we when we get together 
these are the spirits we work with, this is how it's done, these are the things we are bound by. Are we loose? Can we move th some things Speak around? for yourself. Loosey-goosey. <laughs> are, are, we, are we mutable? Yes. However, if you think you're going to show up and you're going to be like, hell Thor, it's not going to happen in our coven. No. That's not who we work with. We have That's a not backbone in our, yes. in our coven. And, and that backbone... That backbone will always be there. Absolutely. So you mentioned, I think, a couple of, of interesting things there, and I, I want to say one of the other reasons, just kind of adding, you know, my voice to this particular topic, um, or, or, or piece of this topic. Um, one of the reasons that I think that um, our coven, in particular, um, is the best. Works really, really well, <laughs> is because we do. Though we have structure around a particular tradition, and I want to clarify, when we talk about tradition, we're not just talking about the practices of the living members of the coven. We are talking about the spirits of that coven. Yes. We're talking about the prior generations of that coven because those people, those prior generations and the spirits that you are in connection with, those are all members of the coven as well. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Um, and they show up. They still are there. They're still They invested. will visit you. Yes, and if you're not doing it right, well, they'll <laughs> let you know. Um, but... Um, but I, I've noticed, though, that um, covens that work well, and again, I'm, I'm using our coven as an example. We, though we, we have a structure and we work around a basic tradition, we also do things in a sense where we, we do highlight the strengths. We do value the individuality of mm -hmm. each member. Absolutely. And I think that's a confusing, uh, or con excuse me, a confusing point again for a lot of people who are looking for a coven. Covens should be situations that give you the ability to work effectively with other people towards similar purpose, mm -hmm. but they at the same time are also going to create opportunity for you to continue to grow and practice as an individual. Yeah. Um, and that I think is really kind of the best situation. That, that is yeah. the best situation. Coming, coming from the standpoint of someone who, I've been in multiple covens for, you know, years and years and years. I've worked in covens since I was 16. Well, you are loose. <laughs> it, that makes it sound like I have a commitment issue. I'm not coven slut shaming, I promise. But really what it is, is when I was from the ages of 16 to 19, I was working through a particular tradition and process. After that was finished and I had completed my initiations, um, my uh, things fell apart. The coven fell apart because the current high that that current high priestess moved away, and I knew that I was not ready to step into a position of power. I was not ready to step into that position. Did I have the initiations and the authority? Yes, I was nineteen. But you knew yourself. I was nineteen, mm -hmm. starting on my undergrad. I no place. Right. So years <laughs> down the road, I found another coven. Um, initiated, joined, worked through those things, and then actually did assume a position of power. And one thing I'm going to say that different, differentiates a good coven from a bad coven experience, a good coven experience from a bad coven experience, is that the good coven experience is going to help you grow. Yep, that's the first point They're I going, made to enrich, yeah. inspire, and grow in your own witchcraft. Yeah, so sorry, I have this cough. And they're going to encourage you to learn all you can. And if you can find a way to incorporate that, awesome. Mm -hmm. A negative coven situation is going to be where it seems like there is not a hierarchy, but there is. And that hierarchy card is pulled out 
when it is convenient for the person who would be considered the hierarchical, the, 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 of the hierarchy, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's a negative covenant experience. So from my first covenant experience where, yes, we had a hierarchy. That's what happens when you're in a Wiccan covenant. That was expected. We were not subservient. It was mm-hmm. not, you do as I say, but it was most definitely like, that person had the last say. Mm-hmm. That person had the last... That person has had the last say. That person had the the final say so, and could basically break ties. In the next one, it was whatever, do what you want. I don't like that. I'm pulling the high priestess card, and therefore that's the law. No bueno. And that's not okay. Sorry, I tangented. No. Well, I was gonna say that, that's our episode. Thank you, Austin. <laughs> Ta da. <laughs> Um, I'm just all right. I love you. <laughs> Along the lines of, of some of the, the beans that Austin was just spilling. Um, There's beans everywhere. Yes, beans everywhere. Moonwillow, what what could you see? And this is going to kind of border a little bit. And I want to say I'm in, it might almost sound as if it's contradicting something Austin said a few moments ago um, about covens not really being families. But again, I think it is fair to kind of clarify that that though they are not families, they do they do kind of need yeah. to function like a family. Yes, they do. You know, even if that means that everybody is in, that is involved is not always necessarily getting along, because God knows that happens. I think it's, well, especially it's like, don't join a coven because it's like, this is going to be my new family. Like, that's the wrong reason to join. Okay. Um, because for me, it's like, especially when I joined this coven, it was kind of almost like you guys becoming a family was almost like that bonus point mm-hmm. that, ooh, okay, cool. We all okay. work together. Right. Um, but I do agree where it's like, yes, it does kind of work. Uh, in that way of it's like we all come together like Wendy said we have each other's backs and we know we can depend on each other mm-hmm. in that healthy family aspect absolutely okay now I want to talk again about something or a little bit more about something Austin was also just touching upon um, the concept of hierarchy within a coven and Austin gave us an example of a Wiccan coven which is absolutely going to have hierarchy yes it yeah, will. you have to you have to have hierarchy within, within a Wiccan tradition because that's just how that's how they how they wrote it. Anyway, um, but but it, hierarchy, if it is strict hierarchy, actually c- it can be problematic in a coven situation. Mm-hmm. Wendy, you you actually had prior to becoming a member of our coven, you had experience with, with another coven. I did. It actually was, at least to my knowledge, was strictly hierarchical. I mean, there were there Absolutely. were levels and tiers of you know. I, I mean, in that coven and. Um, what was your experience with that? I mean, how 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 could you see that that was complicating for you, or 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 was it maybe a good thing? I mean, what what were the? No, it wasn't a good thing because after all, being a witch is stepping out of the box and owning your own sovereignty. Mm-hmm. And when you have people telling you what to do, how to practice, how to do things, this is the way it is no ifs, ands, or buts, it takes away your power. Well, and it takes away your individuality. Absolutely. And from that, I lost who I was as a witch and didn't even know it. And I believe to an extent, like our coven has somewhat of a hierarchy, but we don't have the members walking around, oh, I'm the boss, I'm an elder. It's not like that at all. It's just because there needs to be some kind of structure, and it's a healthy Mm -hmm. structure. 
it's the folks that have been in the coven and know the tradition and are more experienced. So mm -hmm. that is necessary. But when you are out of the clique or out of the group of that hierarchy, you feel like you are, you know, the crabs in the pot trying to reach mm -hmm. over and get, you know, pull anybody else down so you can get recognized and you can move on move not grow yeah move on in position and it's it's like getting a a, a promotion at work mm. and that's not healthy that's not what witchcraft is about yeah i can see that could create a like like an air of competition uh, it is among people it is and it's kissy butt and brown nosing yeah. and lying and backstabbing absolutely well, and see, these are all the qualities these are all a lot of the things that i i kind of keep in the back of my mind when i'm talking talking with people about covens because these these are all all of these things that you're you're talking about to me these are not elements of a successful coven these are what you need to run a cult mm -hmm. it is a cult um, and cults and covens are not the same thing. Um, something else, something else so that people, <laughs> you did, you did, you said, you see, you, and this that's okay. This is a safe space. And those of us in this room who, who are familiar space. with some of which are, you're going on, I, we, we I'm are sure also other people have experienced familiar. Uh, yeah, there you go, there you go. Yeah. And we're not running out, we're not dropping any names no. here, so you know, so you're, no. you're good. But, okay. I, I, I've experienced that. The last coven I was a part of, um, it was just sheer this is what this is and Absolutely. you cannot do this and i worked my ass were you, off weren't you in charge of that coven i at the end i was <laughs> i worked my ass off to get to a position of power and to get to a position of authority so that i could see and make changes that i wanted to implement healthy changes from a prior coven that yes. i was in and what ended up happening was i saw all these other people not taking exams because mm -hmm. I had to do written and oral exams. Yeah, I had to demonstrate how to do particular spells and rituals. I had to do all this, and they weren't doing that. But for some reason, they were getting, they were getting their cord or they were mm -hmm. getting their mark. And you're getting passed over. And I was like, Yeah. And so finally, I, I I confronted the high priestess about it, and the response was, Well, well, they everybody's on their own path. <laughs> Everyone's on their own path, but, that was always the but answer. what it all came down to was money. money. Mm. They yeah, can afford the, to pay. Or the personal favors they're doing for the, mm -hmm. the high priest Absolutely. and priestess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. And when I found that out and other things came out, I, I left really quickly. Because I was like, this is not my craft. This Good is not you. my spirituality. And I, <laughs> I left, in typical Austin fashion, very angrily, in a blaze of fire, and... With some sass. Some sass and <laughs> that was that. You do you do burn a, a good bridge. I will I will give you it's that. It's glorious and it is in the Feels flames good. of green and blue. Everyone gets a hex. I'm the Oprah of baneful magics. <laughs> oh my goodness. I figured Oprah would be the Oprah of baneful magics. Um I'm pretty sure she's a witch. I'm serious. I, I think I think Oprah's a witch. I think she's just kind of, she's on her the, book clubs. She's on the, she's on the DL with that one. No, remember we said book clubs are not. Oh covens. yeah, sorry. That's right. Sorry. Um, let's talk about something else that I think is an important thing to consider. Okay, and this is um, this this is this is a, a topic that is I think really kind of hotly debated within the contemporary witch community. Um, initiation. 
Um, you know, everybody out there thinks that they can self-initiate or that Bullshit. they can, you know, like you read a book and now all of a sudden you're an official component or, or, or practitioner of, of, of said practice or tradition. And, um, well, shit, and, and I'm going to self-initiate as a doctor and get well, paid money. That, that's kind of exactly how I feel. Yeah, it's like, it's like, like I want to no. be a member of this organization. Like, well, I read a book about it. And here I am. Now I'm, now I'm legit. And, you know, and, and that is certainly something that, that is not true. You cannot self-initiate into anything. And in no, no established tradition will allow you to self-initiate. But that is also very true for covens. You know, you, you really do as someone that is... Uh, a new, a seeker, a new mm -hmm. member, or someone that is, is going to be looking mm -hmm. to join a coven, you are, you do need to anticipate that you will have to go through a somewhat formal, mm -hmm. varying degrees, but somewhat formal process of initiation. Mm -hmm. And that is initiation that can only be done by, by someone, yes, by someone that would be recognized as an elder within that coven. Um, you know, and so that is something else to consider. Mm -hmm. And if you take initiations, if you are joining a coven, you better take that shit seriously because mm -hmm. you are not just making those vows or those promises to the other people in that coven okay again you are making those vows to the spirits of that tradition yes. and if you fuck it up those spirits will get you yes they will um we we've seen that firsthand in our own coven we've had a couple members over the years who you know very sadly uh you know did not do what they needed to and they, they kind of ended up leaving the coven under under less than stellar terms and i'm so glad that with as long as the coven's been around that we've only had two situations like this um you know and i want to say we did everything we could to try to help these people to be you know to be Every successful in the coven possible. Um, Every and we, we went out of our way to also like do what we could to help them to, to succeed and to continue mm -hmm. to be functional members of the coven you know and they just but for whatever reason it comes down to that person it comes down to that exactly. person exactly but and, but and those people they they both unfortunately ended up in the process and because of the way they left the coven they ended up really kind of making some of our coven spirits pretty angry and i think that they both kind of suffer for it in their day-to-day -day lives and um you know and i'm not i'm not happy or proud of that but but you do have to consider these spiritual energies are are powerful, mm -hmm. and they they will get you if you cannot make good on a vow. Well, mm -hmm. let let's let's take a look at what initiation is. Like Mike said, initiation is the process by which an initiate initiates the initiate or the seeker. Oh my God! Yeah, that's a tongue twister. Initiate, okay. initiate, <laughs> initiate the initiate. Well, would you kind of almost say it's almost like a spiritual marriage in a sense? Yeah, it's. Funny, I, yeah. It's actually it's funny you put that mm -hmm. that way because one of the other things that I want to talk about since we're talking about initiation right now is a lot of people always look at initiation as you know the beginning. I mean, right? That's the meaning of the word, right? I'm initiating, I'm beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, and so we always look at initiation as the process or the, or the thing that kind of opens the door for us so that we can move forward. Mm -hmm. Very rarely do people also consider the other side of that. That a formal process of initiation is not only your doorway into something, but it is something that also serves to sever your prior yes. spiritual connections. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and that is also something to consider if you are somebody who was raised uh, in some sort of religious kind of situation and there's a part of you that actually values something of that religion, you have to consider that before you initiate into a coven tradition because once you initiate to the new tradition, the vows that you made and the prior religious uh, life that you held, those are all basically null. Like, those are neutralized by your initiation process. I think it's interesting you bring that up because, as people know, like, my past was growing up LDS. Mm -hmm. um, and I think as I was kind of... <laughs> I know, yeah. Yes, we're all, we're, we're all inching yeah. away. 
Don't we've got a, an ex-Mormon and a lapsed Wiccan over here? My ex-Catholic. God, Wendy, what are you doing? Oh, oh it's okay, but, but we, love, we love the Catholics. Yeah. I think yeah. We are Italians. Yeah. In my dedication process, it what you kind of said came to my mind of just like, okay, well, I still technically have all my quote-unquote blessings from the church. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this, I'm not going back to this. Yeah. And so I made that decision of going online and the crazy part, basically getting a lawyer involved Mm -hmm. to basically cut me away from the cult that is the Mormon church. Yeah, but it's not a business or anything. No, not at all. They don't Uh, have money. No, not at all. (laughs) So I got that all officiated and hopefully this is okay to share. Yeah. But um, during that process of joining you guys, I remember like Austin basically cutting the rest of those ties away and it's just like, oh my God, this is so freeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like. That was one of the first things Austin had me do too. And -hmm. it was self-empowering totally. I, I, I can honestly say as someone who's taken various initiations and vows, there is something to be said when you take them seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the person who is being initiated who needs to take them seriously. It is the people who are doing the initiation. Because when I perform an initiation, when I did Ariana's... Um, Who's Ariana? Sorry, Moon Willow. Oh, I almost said Pussy Willow. So, so when I did Ariana's, I, I stood into that responsibility and I basically said, I am taking you under, uh, I'm, I'm welcoming you into this and I will stand with you as a coven brother and as the person who cut you away to shield you and banish anything else that might come from that end. That is, that is that job. Not only that, I am also stepping up and saying, I'm now going to help you. Mm-hmm. Before I was helping you, you know, t- teaching, like doing little lessons, mm-hmm. you know, this is something you should read. But now it's not, here, you should read this book. Now it's, do it. But I don't know oh, how. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. But I don't know Austin, how. Austin is the master. It, it, here you go, just do it. It's like, uh, But I don't know how. Yes, you do. Okay, because when you. when I when, when when an initiator initiates someone, we are not just welcoming you into that tradition. We are bonding our spirits and that mm-hmm. coven tradition spirits and so on and so forth with yours, which means effectively our spirits and our souls are now bonded. Gross. Aww. Hi, Hi. Hi. Marshmallows. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna barf. <laughs> and, and and that's that's something that people don't understand. No. Which is why when we've had individuals in the past who have initiated and then left under less than cordial or less than good. Well, it's always been like it's always been cordial on our side. It's, it's always like, been cordial on our side, but yeah. they don't understand that just cuz they're having just cuz they now feel hurt that is also reflected on us. It hurts us. It we feel that ripple through mm. the coven, and people don't get that. Mm-mm. People don't get that. Sorry, right. I just Debbie downed it a little bit. I was no. gonna say, you're, yeah, you're 
<laughs> Moving on. More you're, things. You're just you're taking us all over the place emotionally tonight. I just I can't handle it. Okay. I know. Well, I actually, know. Let's, okay. So so you know that you know that is a is a probably not a not the best segue, but also a good segue. Um, Wendy, let's talk a little bit because I I, I really want to. I want this episode to be a resource to people who are, are seeking out, looking for common experience. And, you know, and I, the last thing that I want to do is be alarmist with this or put fear in people. But th- this can be potentially, you know, choosing a coven. If it, it ends up being the wrong coven or a coven that is filled with the wrong people, this could be a really, really traumatic kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I don't want to focus on your trauma here, but I know that based on some past experience mm-hmm. you had with a different coven, but you you've you've had some some bad experiences. Do you do you want to kind of share a little bit, or maybe give the people who were listening to this episode an idea of maybe like what to be aware of, or really what to look for? You know, like like those those red flags or those things that can sometimes happen that can really kill a coven experience for you. Absolutely, like all of a sudden my heart is racing. Yeah. Well, ah, well, that no, makes sense. no, that makes it's sense. just it's it's good, it's good. Um, well, no. Also, tranquilo. Yeah, <laughs> y'all have gotten me through this. Taking a sniff. Yes. Okay. Aromatherapy. Yeah. <laughs> Magical poppers. Yes. Magical poppers. There we go. Wow. Wow. Okay. Now I feel better. I had to lighten the mood. Yeah. <laughs> classy, classy girl. Okay. Okay. So. I know you're good. You're good. You are so red. I love it. <laughs> okay. Back to seriousness. Okay. So as uh, Austin, Mike, and Ari will tell you, it was took a lot of me sniffing around this group. <laughs> <laughs> Sniffing butts. <laughs> uh, visiting. Yeah, the magical sniff test. It is a must <laughs> because I went very blindly with a leap of faith I guess, leap of faith into this previous coven. I did, you know, ask questions, but I didn't ask the right questions. And um, what happened in that coven, I thought was that's the way it's supposed to be. And um, so trigger warning here. um, If you feel like you want to join a coven, the first thing you need to ask, and it's actually the first thing I ask them is, are you gonna go skyclad? And sky skyclad actually means completely nude during, you know, rituals, etc. And um, for some people, it's not a problem, which you know, okay. The first time it happened, I was like, all right, everybody's doing it. Guess I need to do it too. And I was looking around, and yeah, there were some people watching, but, you know, again, naive. And then it got to be touchy-feely, and um, things happening that I was not comfortable with in my gut, but again, I thought that's the way it was supposed to be. Sorry, I'm getting a little emotional and well, you're good. Well, you you share you, you share, share or, to the extent, you share to the extent that to which yeah. you are comfortable. We, no, don't, we don't want to I stir just, all this up. For no, you. it's not. And it's my duty, I feel, now to inform these new practitioners that are perhaps wanting to join a coven that you don't have to do that shit. 
get your get your shot your shit and walk the fuck out the door mm-hmm. you don't have to do it and you should definitely clarify that first sky skyclad mm-hmm. but when it got to be the touchy feely and rubbing body parts and seeing things that were very questionable and I'm asking myself, is this really witchcraft? Is this something that's normal? Is this the way it is? And feeling so sick to my stomach about it. And it's a, it's abuse. It's a form of abuse. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know any better. And I was stupid and I stayed like an abusive relationship. Um, But somehow, some way, I got out after um, actually a weekend trip that we we took to celebrate um, a Sabbath, and it that was the worst thing that happened to me. Um, it wasn't you know intercourse or anything like that towards me, but it was close enough, and too I close I for left too very. Uh, so that Monday, I met with uh, the elder, um, high priestess of the group, and never s- went back. And it took me five, six years to sniff around the coven. And honestly, I was visiting um, the folks here for a good nine months Mm -hmm. before I mean I was taking classes I was talking to everybody getting a feel for them trusting my gut and it was kind of it was right it felt right so you have to listen to your gut do your homework ask the people that are at the store just hang around not the store or just the group just Mm -hmm. the group we just happened to be a store it felt right because I remember when everyone told me like yeah Wendy asked to join and I'm like oh yeah like we we already knew (laughs) yeah it was just me it was me it was overcoming my trauma and this this group this coven that I'm oh so fortunate to be a part of you have no idea has worked very hard to give me my confidence back and stepping into my own power and knowing that wasn't wrong and to get over the shit that happened and work on myself and know that yeah you learn from your mistakes it's a trauma it's shadow work which mm-hmm. i've worked on with vlad mm-hmm. um but that's not the way it's supposed to be mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be that um, way a coven should not if you're in a coven and the majority's response to someone bringing <clears throat> a issue up is, well, this is just how it is, so you just need to get over it. Mm-hmm. That's unacceptable. And that has happened so often to people. Um, and I don't know... I, I'm sure this happens more than just Utah. But I've had experiences... I, I've, I've heard of experiences of people who've had this, where, well, I was a part of this coven, this and X, Y, and Z, and I'm always like, are these people who actually have done craft for a long time? Come to find out, usually the leaders have some sort of tie to a very 
patriarchal church where they're just literally taking their religion, rebranding it with the name witchcraft, and then selling it to the masses. And that's absolutely unacceptable. I, I remember when Wendy sat down with us, she's like, Skyclad. Mike and I's res- response was, oh, God, no. <laughs> you, you don't want to see this. Well, I mean, we're, our, our covenant is a little bit different for that, too, because many members of the covenant are also actually blood family. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to see that. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I don't need to see members of my family. Like, yeah, like, I don't need to see on naked. That's great. That's okay. Well, like, um, so... <laughs> Before, but so here's the thing, and that doesn't that doesn't do anything for power either. No. I guess is the thing. You know, that if whole, you that can't... whole thing, like like you gotta gotta be naked to be able to work an effective ritual or spell, then that right there that tells me that you're not a witch. You're pretending. If you cannot cycle or move energy because uh, these clothes, you're pathetic, and you need to go back to church. I will say that. I will stand by it. Now, if it is, but a they person, can't be naked at church. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, then they need to go join a nudist colony. Absolutely. <laughs> Which there's nothing. Yeah. First, first thing that's, there's do, nothing. You do you. Yeah, there's it's nothing. I don't like that. that yeah. but, but like Wendy said, if you're looking to join the coven and you don't know what those things are, always ask. Like, mm-hmm. bring your concerns up. Mm-hmm. You know, these are things I'm absolutely not comfortable with. Bring that up to the person you're having your initial smell test interview with and ask them to be honest. And if you even get the slightest inkling that they're not being 100% truthful mm-hmm. or their response is, well, I can't tell you that because it's, it's part of, part of, yeah. part yeah, of it's this, close then, then the response should be, so you can't tell me if I'm going to be seeing other people naked? Mm-hmm. Okay, well then when everyone else starts to get naked, I'm going to keep my clothes on because I'm not comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. That should be your first response. Now, for those covens out there or people who are in covens listening to this, um, who do work skyclad, good on you. But I'm going to tell you, if you do not disclose that to the people who are inquiring about your coven, shame, shame, shame on you. Need the bow. It seems to me like the, the whole skyclad thing, I mean, just based on, on like a quick, you know, like tore down, you know, witchy history, it seems to me like the whole skyclad thing really primarily was popularized by the earlier generations of the Wicca community mm-hmm. you know and I, I think that in years since there's actually been a lot of information that's come to light about Gerald Gardner and even I think Alexander Saunders really mm-hmm. kind of being very predatory and they were nudists in their covens yeah. they were yes they were yeah they were naturists at that point they would call themselves naturists. they were naturists yes we're, we're nudists now absolutely but um but they were known Gardner in particular I think was really kind of known for being very predatory of the younger women in his covens Icky. Um, and you know and I think Saunders mm-hmm. was really probably not much better you know um, and there, so there's a story it, um, for those of you who are aware of Wicca and its roots Gerald Gardner I'm not trying to share no, on Wicca I, I promise just, I'm not just, just, just little 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 quick tidbit uh, Gerald Gardner and Dorian Valiente who I have lineage with um, they were members of name dropper of the <laughs> Rickertwood Coven. I think it's called Rickertwood. Rickertwood. Um, and when Doreen Valiente, when Doreen Valiente caught wind of some of the things that Gardner was doing, um, she did not like that, and so she started to assert herself as like, "Well, we are a matriarchal tradition, are we not? Therefore, Correct. I am the high priestess." And his response was, 
Well, no, because only men can initiate women. So when she finally stood up, and this is my understanding from my lineage that I received my stories from, my teachers, he said, okay, and she left. Within, within days, a newer, hotter member was around. And this was someone who was already gunning for the position of high priestess in the Brickettwood Coven. And Gerald Gardner, whilst Doreen Valiente was still around at that point, was doing the whole, oh yeah, you can be high priestess for this ritual, or we should really do what you're saying. And Doreen Valiente was like, the fuck am I? Mm -hmm. So that's a lot of where that tension comes from. It just, it seems very much to me, like, again, it's very predatory. It's like, it's like, you know, like, they were grooming these younger Newer, you're newer, you're prettier. I want you. (coughs) Yeah, and, you know, and that's, that's something I think that is really common, and, you know, and I, and I'm not going to sit here and say that that's only a Wiccan thing, it's not. But it's not. But we have to look at that, at Wicca as a big piece of that, because really the whole Skyclad thing, that's Wicca. Wicca popularized that, you know, so just going back to the whole Skyclad thing, that's really all I want to Granted, our ancestors did practice skyclad probably well if you look at like well you're talking about the old fertility cults mm-hmm. okay you're talking about pagans mm-hmm. and their practices pagans are not witches pagans are not witches um different thing different thing um so touching upon some of what what wendy was saying just a moment ago you know i, th- I think that I, I won't say i won't say the biggest problem with an experience like the one that, that wendy had with a prior covenant I, I won't say that the biggest thing because obviously the biggest thing is is that people are being traumatized mm-hmm they're being traumatized. That's the biggest thing. But I think secondary to that, we see this situation, or or I've seen and I've engaged, I've talked with other people over the years, where an experience like that, uh, not only does it traumatize them, but it shuts them off to witchcraft. Yes, yep. it Completely. Yep. It, it basically, what it does is it, it steals spirituality from these people because they are then so fearful, they are so hurt through these experiences that they they really they can struggle to be able to trust or to believe or to put faith in things again um or it's like wendy said she was like she kept saying like oh well this is normal this mm-hmm. is the way it is mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like if you have no other example to go by then it's like why am i yep. going to go back to that if that's what it is mm-hmm. yeah well, that's I why it took pressure. five six years for me mm-hmm. to step back into my i'm a witch because I know I am. I am a born witch. Mm -hmm. And I denied that. And I was not myself. And my health was affected by it. My my mental stability. Everything was affected by it. Because I was not standing in my own Mm -hmm. and who I was. And they took that away from me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm working my ass off to be the me mm-hmm. and you guys mm-hmm. are pushing me to well and you're you and the thing is is well, you're, you're the one I, doing the you're work. doing the work well, just, we're but just you guys here. are my support system Could which do it ultimately you. is is part of what being in a coven is about having a support system in rough times that doesn't mean once again not therapy group nope but your coven should be a a, a group of people that you can go to and you can say hey so i'm having a rough time and the coven members should step up and say, that sucks. Mm-hmm. What can we do to help? Yeah. Well, that should yeah. be another red flag if it's like, if I can't go to any of you and being like, I have an issue with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if I can't come to you and being like, I'm having a problem, can you please help? Mm-hmm. Or like, even I'm yeah. having a problem with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, if I can't, and you do, can't that, do that healthy, you know, mm-hmm. like if you can't yeah. do that within your group, 
Like, that's mm -hmm. a red flag. Yeah. Well, and if you are made to feel weak or inferior. Or belittled. Or belittled in yeah. a coven. That is unacceptable. Now, are there going to be times in a, in, a, in a healthy coven where you are pushed and you are challenged? Yes, there will be. And sometimes people are just overly sensitive. And I will admit that. But... <laughs> I, You're talking about me. No. But there are times where when I tell someone... That's not correct. Mm -hmm. That's not how we do it. And your response is, oh, my feelings. Get the fuck over it. Yeah. I'm correcting you. I will you. never get over it. Well, <laughs> well, I think, I think that, and I guess that the way that Austin explained that, that's actually a very, that that's a very honest Austin kind yeah. of answer in a situation like that, where some of the rest of us would probably pull that person aside and say, this is actually probably how we would rather this be done, or this is based on our tradition. Me. He said, "Well, yeah. let's, how about let's try it this way?" Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, he does well, isn't always like, "Yeah, I'm not, you are wrong." I'm not always like that, but that. <laughs> and the thing is, is like every everyone, everyone <laughs> yes. in the coven, and if you're in the, in the life, and if you've been listening to the podcast at all, I, I don't have the time or the energy to pull punches, y'all. Yeah, like yeah, he's too busy to be nice. I know there's a, there's a difference oh between being nice and being a pushover. Absolutely. Because when I say you're not doing that, He's talking about me again. No, when I say you're not doing it correctly, this is the way it needs to be done for this particular purpose. I, I'm leaving you literally no room to fail. No. I'm literally telling you how to do Take it. Take notes. But yeah. when I say, but but when you have someone and I can't say just. That's not correct without them getting their feelings hurt. Mm -hmm. That's an issue. Yeah, it is. So understand that. But the problem is, is my coven mates, they'll be able to come to me and they'll be able to say, you said that. That was really harsh. And my response is going to be, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean for that to be that way. And everyone no. who's in, yes. That's not going to be your response. That's going to be my response. You're going to be like, suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would be, be given a big squishy hug saying sorry. Honestly, I've received all of those responses. Yeah, I yeah. I've heard like, like, yeah, all of the above. responses do I get from Austin? It's almost like, a, like suck it up. It sounds like you have a problem. It's like, oh, thank you. Yeah, so, that. Thank you, thank you so much for that. Oh yeah, my yeah. god, I feel, you made I, me sound like a monster. I, 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 feel, I feel your, I feel your support. I feel your support. Um, <laughs> I'd really like it for you to go to the doctor now. Speaking of support, <laughs> let's let's talk a little bit about you know we we've talked a little bit about some of the negatives of covens you know and mm -hmm. I but I, I I want to reiterate to people who listen to this episode that covens, good covens that function well are unfortunately very hard they are to so find. Hard to find they are very hard to find, um, and which is you know probably a good thing because that that again is quite a commitment to make right, mm -hmm. um, but I I also you know I want I want to again you know say that you know covens can be amazing they can be such powerful God, yes, positive things you know and so so please don't dwell upon all the, the challenges and the negatives mm -hmm. that we've stated in this These episode are just so the far be aware of yeah exactly yeah. so yeah for every negative aspect of a coven there's at least two or three absolutely you know just like for all the stressors in school that you go through Think about all the positive things that you can get from it. Mm -hmm. It's all about how you apply it. How do those negative things take you and help you become a better, stronger individual? 
Word. Word to the mother. It's me. I'm mother. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your mother. So, Wendy, did, did you have anything else that you wanted to share um, since you're kind of our guest tonight? Was there anything we haven't really talked about about covens that you wanted to kind of include? Um, like I said before, um, before you join, you really need to get around that coven, see what they're about, not just in um, social settings, but if they are having classes or a community event, go. See if you click with their beliefs. If you're going to be willing to work with their deities or their pantheon or... Or the lack thereof. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And also, you there, you need to see if you are comfortable doing... Um, Baneful workings, because there are some covens out there that will or will not, and you need to find out where you are on that spectrum and see if you're a fit for that. And remember, you are always interviewing them, too. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, not yes. just you wanting to be accepted. <coughs> you are interviewing them mm-hmm. as well. Absolutely. You need to see if you're a fit. Absolutely. Yeah, this is something where it's like you definitely don't want to take that like just leap of faith. Uh-uh. Mm, yeah. Don't do yeah. it. This is, yeah, you really you are you're by making a commitment like that, you mm-hmm. are putting your spiritual well-being, your emotional well-being, your physical Absolutely. well-being in, in the hands of the other people that are involved mm-hmm. in that coven mm-hmm. and the spirits of that coven tradition. And, and in doing so, you need to make sure that you can trust that. Yeah. And those are those are the risks, but also usually those are all, those are the mm-hmm. benefits mm-hmm. because those will also be the same situations that will help you to grow, strengthen you and uh, and make you an even more powerful witch than you already yes. are. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> well, let's let's name off some positive things about about covens. You know, mm. um, I'll start, and whoever wants to chime in can chime in. One of the positive things I love about covens, honestly, is do, being able to gather with a group of like-minded people and get work done. Mm. I I can it's do amazing. work. It's amazing. I I. Can I raise power on my own? Sure. Can I have some amazing workings on my own? Yeah, of course I can. Mm-hmm. If I am a sovereign witch, then I should be able to do that by, on my own. However, there's just a feeling that when you have 10, 8, hell, even 5 people working a mill and raising that power and that connection and that hive mind mm-hmm. sets in where... It's just no one matter. One of us. One of us. Where that hive mind sets in, and you can just start a chant up, and everyone knows, okay, we're starting this now. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's harmonies happening, and everyone's just, there's this hum and this vibration of power yeah. that just comes through with that feeling of those spirits around. There's. You can get that with, as a sovereign witch, as a solitary witch, but with other people, because it's then your spirits and the coven spirits and then everyone else's spirits and their spirits, and it's just crowded and so it's many it's so <coughs> cool and it's so awesome and it's a workout. Sorry for all the coughing. And there is such a thing as a uh, ritual high. 
It's a thing. Like some people, it's like, will end up getting so exhausted from it. But oh, for me, no. It's like, yeah, me and Ari are like, what's next? Like, Let's go, go party. Home and I'll clean for three hours because I am just yeah. so energized. Yeah, we all react, we all react differently because, yeah, I do, usually after we do a really, like, like working where we we put a lot of energy out, I, I do. I'm tired. I usually go home and kind of crash. Mm. Yeah. It depends so. on the working for me. Yeah. yeah. If, if we're doing, <laughs> if we do a baneful work. Well, and if we're doing a baneful working, you're always there. Well, duh. <laughs> Leading it. Duh. It's <laughs> you're, the, you're the wicked witch of our coven. Aww. I'm the alpha bar. That's not true. Michael has it. led a couple of <gasps> Moogalo. Betrayal. You? <laughs> oh, did I did you? it. <laughs> I did it. Uh, at two, Moon Willow. At two. <laughs> but, you know, Indeed. usually after a, uh, a baneful working, I, I'm buzzy, mm. but I usually have a headache. Um, if we've done really intense healing or protective work, sure. I'm exhausted. Um, Probably all those spiritual poppers you're doing. You're buzzy and you have a headache. <laughs> Magical poppers. Magical poppers. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. We can't say poppers. Magical cleaners. You, like you're you're way more familiar better. with this than yeah than we probably need to to go into here. Okay, we've never let's, done that. Uh, other good points. Okay, <clears throat> I want to throw one out like a positive thing about coven works, but this one is also I think for a lot of people this is a positive thing, but also this can be a real negative thing for a lot of people, particularly people who are new, like not only new to witchcraft but also like new to a coven. Covens give structure. Mm-hmm. They bring structure love it. to a, to our practice, and you know, and I think that that can be really helpful for some people. Oh yeah. Um, but we also have within our coven <laughs> a lot of rebellious problems with authority kind of personalities. Well, We're witches. We are witches. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah, that's part of it, right? What yeah. do you say? So, um, yeah, no, no, absolutely, yeah. But uh, but I know that like you know not everybody is like that though. You know, and so I, I could see in some situations where people are like, oh, God, this is exactly what I need because this will help give me the structure that I need or the, or the framework that I need to really be able to continue to grow and learn. Um, where other people are like, oh, my God, I'm in a cage. Like, I, I cannot handle this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not what I want. I don't maybe necessarily have all the, all the freedoms that I had to as a solitary practitioner, mm-hmm. um, which is, is something to consider. Once again, you're, you're, you won't necessarily have all the freedoms that you would as a solitary practitioner. When you initiate... When you're when you're working in a coven setting, you lose a part of yourself. It no longer becomes a part. Which part? It usually. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> Wink. <gasps> oh my god. Ooh, she's she's, she just she just <laughs> dropping all my secrets tonight. Um, no, when when you're when you're working as a coven, you lose that part of yourself that is solitary for the greater good of the coven. The greater good. The the the, the group mind, the group energy. Which means this this the way you're describing this. This sounds like a cult. No. The group energy. No. The group energy. Why does it sound like an energy drink? Wendy and I both have fibromyalgia. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, Ari, right, pass me another can of group energy. <laughs> I want grape soda now. Um, <laughs> when, example, Wendy and I, when Wendy and I are working in the coven together, we cannot, we cannot let our fibromyalgia or our physical pain get in the way. We cannot do it because if we let that get in our way, then that means we are effective. We are affecting yep. the energy we're raising. 
However, in, in our own personal practices, it, it, it will differ for that. Sometimes I'm just sitting at my altar, pulling up energy and directing it. Other times I might be dancing or chanting, all depending on how I feel in my own personal work. But as a group, in a group setting, oh, my fibro's flaring. Oh, well. Oh, well, I'm going to push through it. And usually I feel better afterwards. Absolutely. But, <laughs> um, but once again, you lose a part of yourself when you work with that group mindset. Only when you're in the group, though. When right. you're on your own, you're still your full sovereign solitary self. And that's okay. Yeah. That's encouraged, usually. I would say another positive thing is the wisdom and resources you get from your coven mates. My goodness. Think about everybody's... Uh, what am I trying to say? Backgrounds? Everybody's backgrounds, their experiences, their traditions, um, the life experiences they've had, um, the tips and tricks, and just all of that, you grow so by leaps and bounds, and you, 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 things that you would never have thunk of, um, that Mm -hmm. (laughs) they become um, something that is a part of your practice now, and how how many years do we have put together with practice oh, yeah. in one room yeah. and so much you can learn that wisdom is is you know priceless there are, well, there and are that, that goes that goes both ways too though because i mean i i mean i think that's one of the things that i really love about our coven dynamic is that even people who are newer in the coven you're going to have experiences and knowledge of things that is going to be invaluable mm-hmm. even to people who would be oh, considered yeah. elders in the coven. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you've got people in the coven that have been around longer that would be considered elders, th- those people, they don't know everything. Well, and on top know? of that, I elders mean, sometimes... It's kind of like a fresh... Exactly. When, when yeah. you have elders in the coven, um, like Mike was saying... Yes, like I was saying. Sorry, me. go ahead. <laughs> me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, pouty, pouty yeah. often. Anyway, so yes, yeah, so that so Wendy, Wendy, you raise yeah. you raise a very good point. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. How about you, Ari? Um, I would say it kind of goes with like all of you, all 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 of you, all of you, all of you, all you all <laughs> um, Is for me, it's it's that growth, uh, because you also get that from um, your coven mates and your elders and stuff. Where it's just like, oh, here, like try this, and it's mm-hmm. like they're pushing you to be better. Be- mm-hmm. Wow. I'm sorry, I gave you the, <laughs> I gave you the tongue twisters. Um, and it's just, there's things I don't think I would have done on my own as a solitary Absolutely. witch. Absolutely. Um, but, like, or I remember ways I was to pushing myself. Yeah, I was pushing myself a lot before, and I will say this is like the one thing I've noticed that like COVID hit, COVID hit me hard. Mm-hmm. Is it's just because we didn't get together as much yeah. as a cousin, and so it's just. I haven't been pushing myself as I have in the past year. I think the nation got lazy. The world got lazy. It's it not honestly, just you, girl. I think, just came to survive, survival mode. Yeah. You know, it's like we still stuck around. We still did things. But I didn't push myself as much as I did previously. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but now that we're getting back into it, you know, I'm, I want to get back. to go. In. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. Thanks. <laughs> That's working. Yeah. Ari, Ari, we we literally. How do I learn to be written? And it's like, (laughs) calm down. And I'm like, but. But just VA tap me and let me see the spirits. (laughs) All all the rituals, all the rituals, all the time. Um, Cool. Yeah. 
Well, and I think it literally we... got to the point you guys were just like, okay, calm down. Like, Ari, <laughs> you're, you're exhausting all the rest of us. I'm like, this. <clears throat> Everyone tired after ritual? Me? I'm still ready to go. Yeah, me yes. and you. Oh, Let's watch a movie. Let's do something. <laughs> we did something. Oh my God, we did. We did that one ritual where we kept we kept going and kept going, and I think we finally got everyone to the point where they were exhausted, and it was almost like Ari and I were competing to see who would drop first. Like that dance? Yes. What was that? I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to remember. That stupid movie, movie, Midsummer, where she oh. wins <laughs> because she's the last one dancing. And she just starts randomly yeah. speaking Swedish in the movie. Yeah, moment. you know it. Because mm. that's what yeah, happens. That movie, but that was, that was disturbing as shit, that movie, that Midsummer. Yeah. Yeah. Talk it about trigger warning. amusing to me because I was sitting next to two elderly ladies uh, who I don't think had any idea what they were getting themselves uh, into. Okay. <laughs> and so like their reactions were like, oh dear. <laughs> oh God, like, I love that. <laughs> oh my. Oh, amusing. Oh. oh, I didn't want to see that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Funny. Oh my God, yeah. That, that, Why that, are they that pushing That would have made it. That would have made it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Oh. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> There's butt pushing. Is there anything, we, is there anything we've not talked about with Cullens. We, we've been kind of all over the place a little bit, but we've raised some really good points. I think we've talked about some really good stuff. Is there anything that, that anybody, that we haven't said that, that we still want to make sure that our listeners, uh, you know, understand about Cullens before we kind of switch gears? Legit real Cullens are not going to to put out a looking for new members. Oh yeah, we don't proselytize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to seek you out. Heaven wanted. If you see that sign, run. <laughs> um, I, oh, and we don't charge people membership. Yeah, fees. that's actually one of my next talking points. No, you're good. Go for it. Go so for I was it. just going to hit a few things. Um, advice to y'all. Um, you need to question them before you you dedicate or whatever ask about interview process yeah the interview process um ask about time commitment money is there dues are you gonna have to pay for travel what kind of bylaws do you have to follow um you also need to make sure that you're cool with either being in the broom closet or um like my family they're except accepting of me as a witch but it was tough for them at first because my husband is still a strict catholic my daughters went to catholic high school they're not so catholic anymore but they're spiritual and they're behind their mama Mm -hmm. but there are certain family members that i just choose to you know keep it to myself because Mm -hmm. i I don't need to deal with that anymore Mm -hmm. so you need to see if your close family and friends will support you or choose to be in that broom closet that's something i had to say with my family i was like uh kind of making this agreement where i was like i won't talk about witchcraft if you don't talk to me about jesus yeah you know and that's one of our Mm -hmm. boundaries Yep. yep. Very good. And I think we've kind of talked about everything, um, except for also, you know, when I joined this coven, um, I realized that it, it's definitely not a, a Celtic type um, coven where you celebrate all those Sabbaths. It's a little bit different. So you need to make sure you're comfortable with that mm-hmm. and um, you do your research and see if you're comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that 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 kind of goes back to something that we talked touched upon a few times already. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, if you are seeking membership in a coven or you are curious about a coven, 
and in approaching members of that coven and, and inquiring or asking them information about that that we so that would give you some of these mm-hmm. answers that you would would have questions to um and their response to you is oh well we can't tell you that that to me that's right. your first sign that that is not a coven you want to join mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you want to run away because obviously secret and sacred are very oh. different things yes. secret, secrets Love are it. no fun there you go exactly yes, yes. so those are all really good points, you know. Thank you. Yes, we're smart. Yes. Real quick, I'm going to cut you off, Austin. That's okay. Because she brought up an interesting point. I did? The, yes, the time commitment. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because this is something for if you're going to join, you have to ask yourself, do I have the time? Uh, because interesting enough, when I was actually dedicating with um, the coven, I was starting to date this guy at the same time, and I flat out told him, the coven is before you. Comes first. Because that was how important this was to me, which is so interesting because before finding this coven, like, I didn't want to be a part of a coven mm-hmm. because... Me either. Yeah, you're, yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah your involvement it's, in our coven was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, because before then, it was very much friend groups and it was like, oh, you're a witch, I'm a witch, we're going to have tea time okay, and fairy wings and go and, to the Renaissance Festival. Which I'm totally Yeah, let's that. go. Like, but to me, that's a friend group that's hanging out. Yeah. Um, cause to me, I was like, if I'm going to join a coven, I want to do it to learn, to grow for me to bring something to the table and just ha- have it be that where it's like, are we actually going to work on things? Are mm-hmm. we going to do like, not necessarily like we have to do full moon rituals like no, every but month, but we it's need like, to be a working coven, not yeah, just a, yeah. not just, oh, once a year we get together and then everything else is just movie nights. Like, I know I keep saying that, but that's, like, basically what it was. Like, where people were like, oh, we're hanging out, we're a coven. And I'm like, we're friends, but okay. Um, And, you know, like I said, there's nothing wrong with, like, hanging out with people. But to me, that is not a coven Mm -hmm. at all. But let let Moon Willow finish. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. I forgot it. Give me a second. It'll come to me. Austin, why? You you derailed her train. You did. It crashed. But I'm... (laughs) Time commitments. Time commitments, but... Friend group. Yeah, it's... Yeah, so I didn't want to become a part of the coven and... Well, not just this coven, just a coven in general. And then they came to me because I was asking them questions and stuff and I was wanting to learn and stuff and they were just like... I think it was, I was actually asking you, Michael, I was yeah. like, well, how would you do a full moon ritual? And you were just like, oh, well, I'll have to ask to see if you can, like, participate in, like, our ritual. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. not what I was asking, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, so, and now you're in a coven. Yeah, yeah. and then, so, like, I think shortly after that, um, Austin then asked me, being like, oh, we're thinking of, like, asking you to, like, if you wanted to dedicate. And I was like. <gasps> I had to ask. You got invited? I got I'm invited. I'm jelly. Yeah, because at that time, you guys were closed. Girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The coven was closed to outsiders. Yes. I'm Oh, um, I know it was a family. It's a family yeah, coming, yes. Yeah. So, well, and that's why it's like I wasn't seeking. I wasn't looking. Sorry, Austin. I'm, you're you're not allowed to talk yet. Okay. <laughs> um, so now time. I feel bad. I, he's, I feel he's, bad. Talk, no, he's talked a lot tonight. He's good. And I normally don't talk a lot. That's so true. Well, because this is a hot topic for us. Hot, hot. Hot, hot. But, hot, yeah, hot. so I think that's why it's like for me it was important because I wasn't looking for it. And in a sense, yeah, you guys came to me, so it's like, oh, shit. Like, they 
see they see this potential in mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, I think, what made it extremely important to me. And then so when I did start seeing this guy kind of around the same time I started dedicating, I was like, flat out, I was like, this takes priority. Sorry. Obviously, the relationship didn't last long, but, you know. You could do better. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so much better. But, like, you know, I, I wouldn't trade that for the world because mm-hmm. this coven is amazing to me. Absolutely. Like, first. Such family. a gift. First. Oh, he's, he's speaking. He, you, could, he couldn't hold it in. You, you did approach us, but several of us had already had conversations with you about the coven. I guess you sneaky bastards did. Mm. <laughs> She's like, no. yes. Oh, so don't make me feel bad. Oh no, I'm teasing. <laughs> to be fair, Ari and I I'm also teasing. worked a full time gig together. Yes, we were working I jobs know. together. Yeah, that's yeah. how we True. became like. My BFS. feelings ain't hurt. My butt is fine. My butt is fine. <laughs> because <laughs> as much as Ari, as we keep saying, you know, hanging out is not like that's not coven. Does that mean that you can't be friends with no. the members of the coven? Oh we're, no, no, and ideally you, ideally you will be. We mm-hmm. are family. But you know, but but you also have to be able to, um, you know, when I mentioned earlier in, in the episode, you know, families if they're going to function well, they really do have to kind of function like a family. Yep. And I guess really healthy what a family. A healthy right, family. Yes. To. Thank <laughs> you for clarifying. Yes, a healthy, a, a seeming, a somewhat functional family. Yes. Um, you really you do. Ideally, everyone in that group is going to get along. Everybody in that group is going to have, you know, some, you know, respect and trust and, you know, and everybody will be friendly with each other, you know, and establish those kinds of connections, those meaningful kinds of Mm -hmm. connections. But as is often the case in families, you're going to have conflicts of personality and you're going to have situations where a couple people in the coven, maybe for whatever reason, are just not getting along. You know, and you still have to be able to get together as a coven and say, all right, you guys need to put your shit away for a minute because mm-hmm. we have to do a ritual now, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, and, and also, of course, then trust that those two people will be adult enough to be able to hash that out, mm-hmm. you know, and if they can't, then, of course, then we have to have the battle to the death and whoever dies is out of the coven. It's that's what you know? are for. Or exactly. I thought, I thought that's what the video games were for. It depends yeah. on the tradition. We we okay. used to we used to do it with we used to do swords and athames and now it's just like a Smash Brothers competition. So. Yeah, I always um, lose. Yeah, because you're not a good button masher. I'm not a good button. Oh, he's <laughs> very good at pushing buttons. I assure you. And I'm good at pushing um, buttons. I'm not good whoa. at mashing. Yeah. <laughs> Into your personal life, there. <laughs> oh my god! No. I've been such a gem. Did you say gem or gem? Gem. Gem. Oh, you've been a gem. A jam. Jam. That sounds yeah. good. We're 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 on a, we're on another tangent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's. Okay. So are we are we good on covens? Have we have we hashed I covens think out? So. Right? Does anybody before we we sign off? Uh, does anybody? What are we loving and hating about our community right now, or just about witchcraft in general, or our, our personal experiences of witchcraft? Does anybody have anything they want to share? I will. Um, I am loving this class group that Austin's teaching, Awakening the Witch. Nope. Class Class group, Awakening the Witch, and the creativity that the classmates are having. And they're pretty brilliant with their ideas and so much fun. It's Austin's giving us these open-ended homework assignments, so he's not telling us you have to do this, this, and this. 
it's pretty open-ended so we get to we've got guidelines but we get to experiment and kind of put our own twist on things and I love seeing what the folks are coming up with it's pretty it's inspiring and gives me hope that we have good witches I love it I I've been I've been seeing that too and I've been seeing that a lot not just with my students but I've been seeing it just more and more in the community people coming up and wanting to exercise their creativity which is so awesome Mm -hmm. and the fact that what's astonishing to me is there are people who actually will come to me and say I want your opinion on this and I'm like well you'll get my opinion either way because I'm a loud person (laughs) but there are people who actually value like well how would you put this oil together? Mm-hmm. Like, what would you do here? And the 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 I can't keep the incense wall stocked because they're so popular. It, it's really the past couple weeks has really just kind of smashed me in the head and in the feeling of like, I need to teach more. Mm. And I and I love teaching. I mean, I've been teaching voice lessons since I was twenty years old. Right. You know. But you're an amazing witch teacher. And. Thank you. <laughs> you are. Um, and so it's it's one of those things where, like, seeing all my other teachers as well. Like, I, Mike is a brilliant teacher. He has. No. Yes, yes you he is. <laughs> he has this ability. Yeah, you are. To, my goodness. He has this ability to just pull massive amounts of information. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you, you said it. I am so glad you said information. <laughs> massive amounts of information. I am not going to be able to leave the room because my head is smelling. You are (laughs) out. He's our encyclopedia, man. Oh my god. It's so amazing. And the fact that I have not just a coven and a community, a a smaller community. Mm -hmm. I don't consider myself a part of the pagan community because I don't consider myself a pagan. I'm a witch. Um, And a a folk practitioner and a conjure worker, you know. All those things that come with me. But the fact that I have an amazing partner that I can be like, will you kind of try this for me? Will you please? How is this working? Hashtag wisdom. Yeah, is just so awesome. <laughs> or or that the fact that I'm comfortable enough with my coven mates to be able to go, hey, is this right? Or does am I just smell good? stupid? Or, or <laughs> it, does it smell good? Yeah. Or how would you do this? And or just hashing out ideas. Yeah. Hashing out ideas. <laughs> and being able to... Sorry. He's getting better, we promise. Yes, he's getting better. I, I, I think it's just been really hot today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. oh, I'm but so sorry. You I'm will survive. I'm so sorry. I've had pneumonia and I, I can't pneumonia. get rid of this damn cough. Petunias. Petunias? Um, petunias but, in the lungs? Lung petunias. Lung petunias. <laughs> but the fact that there are people that, and, and this even is for my students, are you kidding? The fact that I can look at the students in my class and go, that's a really awesome idea. Mm-hmm. And it helps inspire me is, is really cool too. So that's what I'm loving is, yeah. is just the inspiration, mm-hmm. the sheer inspiration like Wendy said. Yeah. I think you piggybacked on Wendy's loving. I did. But it's it's great because we're in the same situation and true. it's yeah. so cool to see yeah. it. Piggyback. Yeah. Also, pigs are cute. Yeah. Yeah. Quink, quink. <laughs> Was anybody not, not digging anything in our community right now? I think you had something earlier this week. 
Did I? Yeah. That's so unlike me because I love everything mm-hmm. and everyone. Everybody. Um, Everyone's a little starcy to you. I don't remember now. Wasn't someone like hashing out at someone? They were like threatening a child. Oh. Ugh. Ugh. You're welcome for the no. memories. <laughs> I, it's okay. I, I don't honestly. I don't know how much. How, how much? I don't know how how much I'll go into this to be honest. Because do it because I don't know about this. It's kind of only. As, oh, I don't well, I, you know, the tea. I get, I, so, tea well, time. so basically, tea you know, you know, <laughs> th- at this point that witch wars are are just a regular thing on social media yes. now. Uh, yes. Um, Quote, not unquote, even witch social media. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Witch wars, which is such a waste of time. Nobody ever wins in a witch war, and most of the time. There, it's it's bullshit anyway. But yeah, I, my understanding is that some some somebody who has proclaimed themselves a you know big badass witch got into a little bit of a tiff with someone else, another witch, and in the instead of being able to just have that conversation and figure it out, like grown up adult people, not even just witches, just grown up adult people. Um, yeah, one of them apparently had to threaten to hex the other's children. Oh my god! If you have to threaten oh, children, wow. you're a weak ass bitch. Well, and that's kind of that was my take on that. I'm like, that's that's a really amateur move. Like, even if you are a baneful practitioner, you know, to go after someone's child, like, Who's innocent. First of all, you know, uh, grow some ovaries. I mean, my god, you know, like clearly you have no spine. You 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 know, and you really can't have much power because why are you immediately seeking what should be the easiest target, though they're not. And I did tell some people that children yeah. in particular have some really powerful spiritual protection. Yeah, they do. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna try to throw a hex at a child, you're probably gonna definitely get some backlash on that. I'm not talking karma or rule of three shit. I'm just mm-hmm. saying like the spirits around that child are probably gonna chew you a new butt. You know, um, or no, a new, no, no, no. new butthole, I should say. Um, anyway, well, so so I, I guess I guess oh in, in going with all that, I guess what what bothers me about that because those are the circumstances of that particular situation, right? What bothers me about that is I still don't understand why some people who claim to be witches, and I'm just gonna say it, I don't I don't feel that these people are witches. No. If you have to behave in this way, you're not really a witch because right. that tells me when you haven't done any of your shadow work. And you, you still don't really have a full comprehension or understanding of what power truly is. And if you're going to be a real witch, you need to get to a point where you have a full grasp of what power really is. And issuing threats and, and hexing people's children, that is not a display of true power. No, that is not. a coward's move. That is a, a coward bullshit, I'm all about the attention that I can get right now kind of a move. And so I guess that's what it is, is I'm tired of these yeah. like these flashy displays or these these proclamations of power from people who really, to be honest, aren't even really witches. I guess that's, that's well, what I mean. It's kind of almost all saying, like, I'm not even going to go after someone who I think is, like, the same level as me. I'm going to mm. go after something I deem as weak. Exactly, yeah. Like, 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 you're punching down, like, you know. Or you think you're just you are. making yourself look bad. Yeah, exactly. Right. And if you fuck with kids, you're gonna have an army of witches oh, hunting you. Yeah, Jesus. you are. Yeah, yeah, you are. Not to mention, but I think what was really particularly like or particularly odd about that situation is that this witch who who issued threats, who was claiming to be, you know, like I'm gonna hex your kids, is supposed to work with a deity that is known for protecting children. Duh, duh. It's like, okay, so one, not only are you entirely about yourself, but you're obviously not what you claim to be, and you certainly don't work with this goddess, because if you did, you would know that the first time you tried to threaten a child, she would fuck your life up. 
you know? And so, yeah, so I, it's just, it just, it just cracks me up, this, this shit. It's, it, part of me has to laugh, and the other part of me just wants to, like, just, just, uh, you know, like, it's just, I just it's, picture the Wicked Witch. <laughs> I'll get you, my pretty. Yeah, basically, yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, like, leave Toto out of this, you know? Like, yeah. Beginner spells wear off with just water, don't you know? <laughs> basically, Aww. yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, so I think that's, I mean, I'm pretty sure that that's what, that's what Ariana was. Yeah. Getting at, yeah so. If you have to boast about your power, you don't have any. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, like the lion does not need to tell you it's a lion. You know, I said that wrong. How does that quote go? The lion does not need to roar to tell you it is a lion. Is that how that quote goes? Oh, God, I don't remember. Sounds now. good. Hashtag yeah. wisdom. <laughs> I love that one. I also love that, um, what, what is it? The, the wolf does not concern itself with the opinions of sheep. Yeah. I love that one, too. Um, yeah. Anyway, how about you, Ari? What are you loving or hating? I love you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love you too. Aww. Honestly, I have not been like keeping up with a lot of the stuff that's happening in the witch world. You want to know what I've been up to? I've been watching the children's cartoon called Bluey. <laughs> you posted something about that earlier. I'm not familiar with it. It's <coughs> an Australian kids cartoon, and it's of super adorable. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Okay. So, before we wrap up. Yes. I'm a dad. What? What? I'm a dad. Michael, you're pregnant? <laughs> what? Shh, Austin, you're we weren't going to show- tell anybody. You're not showing yet. Uh, I'm... <laughs> He's wearing a girdle. He's wearing his undergarments. His garments. Yes. Oh I'm, 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 I can I'm, see your I'm, celestial smile. I'm carrying smile. the fetus a little higher up, so you, you can't tell. No, so um, so there's been this running joke in the within the coven, the family, and our friends group, because I, I have a black thumb. I cannot grow sage oh, in you Utah. Oh, okay. I cannot grow sage in... I, I, I just can't grow things. And so there's been this running joke because, you know, everyone teases me about... Oh, you're feisty. You hex. You curse. And I'm like, eh, I work faithful magic. It's, yeah. not, you know, whatever. Um, it, so there's been this joke of like, well, I bet that if I just had poisonous seeds, I could probably just throw them down, sprinkle them with water, ignore them, and we'll get things. I have baby Datora yes, growing. Also known as Jimson weed, Datora stramonium. And it's also known as peanut butter bush. So that's something that I'm also loving is that I finally found things I can grow. Granted, they'll kill you, but still, (laughs) they're growing. (laughs) Well, I mean, I've taken to certain, in certain quantities or at a particular dose. Hopefully, so don't eat his. Yeah, so don't. Yeah, don't eat. I'm not gonna eat your peanut butter bush. (laughs) 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 Bum bum. This one's always gonna smell like peanut butter. There you go. Exactly. Yes. I'll lick peanut butter off of you anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Have you ever tried to get crunchy peanut butter out of shag carpet? Just doesn't work very well. Uh, oh, good old Daniel. There's a story sauce. there. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. And I'm trying to grow some other ones. I'm trying to grow a Tropa Belladonna, Mandragora Automalius, and uh, Henbane. If it can kill you or make you very ill, Austin's trying to grow it. And yeah. so far, the other ones. Here's the information I'm getting from them because I'll talk to them and the energy I get is you care too much. And I'm like, oh, but I just want you to grow. I want you to grow. Your emotion makes you weak. Exactly. That's what I get. And then, of course, the detour is like, just vibing. Next to the primrose and the geranium, the hydrangea over there is dying. It's okay. She's just, she's just, she's just, she's dramatic. dramatic. She is. Oh my God. So there we go. Austin's turning into a plant guy. 
Gross. Also, my birthday's tomorrow. Yay! Yes. Happy You're birthday. finally old enough to drink. Oh. <laughs> we can take it to the casino finally. Uh, Kidding. Please, no. Oh, come on, yeah. isn't, that, isn't that like the new pastime here in America? You go to the casino to get COVID? Oof. Um, Oof. <clears throat> just buy lottery tickets. There you go. Yeah, so. All right. Happy early birthday, Austin. Yes, happy you. early birthday. Mm-hmm. He's a well, I would like, yes, he's a Gemini. <laughs> yes. Gemini. Uh, I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. Well, you've been with me for four years. So. I know, and I'm still not quite sure how I feel about it. <laughs> <Which>. <laughs> I would like to thank everybody for, for joining us for this particular episode, and hopefully the information that we discussed is um, useful to you in your own spiritual journey. As always, you can contact us through our social media feeds if you have any questions. Um, and also to suggest future topics for uh, for podcast episodes. We're always interested in hearing from you. Yes. Um, thank you, Wendy. Yes, thank no, you. Thank, thank you so much, Wendy. You. And, and of course, Maybe next so time we have fun. Wendy on, we'll have her bring Oliver and Willow. Hecate's hounds. There you go, Hecate's <laughs> hounds. And, uh, Lots of sound effects. Yeah, we should have Wendy. Wendy. Wendy could talk about some of her Appalachia. <gasps> yes! <coughs> Wendy and I could be, talk about that. That would be kind of cool. Um, I want to apologize to everyone also for all of the coughing on tonight's episode. I'm so sorry. I, I honestly I'm think still, our listeners just want you to get I am, I am yeah. still. I am still recovering. Thank you, Ariana, for joining yes, us. Thank you, Willow. Yes, Willow. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I, I have to, of course, remind everyone that this episode was brought to you by Group Energy. The, uh, the the beverage for <laughs> every witch. It's magic. <laughs> yeah, it's magic. Okay. You oh, know God. someone's okay. gonna totally steal that. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yes. yes Trademark be, salty witches. Yes. Yes. There there will be a like group energy beverage will be on the market next week and yes and we'll we'll be in a lengthy lawsuit. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a good evening. Love y'all. Oh, did you exit? No, I haven't. Oh. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye.